0: Hi and welcome to our podcast, it's always, what is the American Dream, never how is the American Dream, where we explore various facets of the American Dream. I'm Ella.
1: I'm
2: Sarah. I'm Ken. And I'm Jacob. Over the past week, we have conducted interviews on the American Dream from a diverse group of people ranging from adults, adult immigrants, who have traveled the world to, to current high school students living in their bedrooms. Our interviews were structured around the wonder of how some people perceive the American dream in today's society.
3: In today's episode, we will be talking about the barriers that restrict the availability of the American dream. To put it simply... Today's society does not make it easy for people to achieve the American dream. My sister Taylor willow, who's traveled the world will introduce you to this topic.
1: Our current society does not promote the American dream um, you know institutionalizing systemic racism as well as just huge class and wage and economic gaps make it impossible for people to be able to sort of dream of that aspirational being able to equally achieve what others can.
0: One of the barriers that we saw come up the most throughout our discussion was uh, education, specifically relating to higher education and the cost of that and how it really creates this barrier to entry for a lot of jobs um, and possible of that people want to go and pursue
1: later on in life um yeah uh one of the things we found a lot was the sort of dichotomy in education in which uh primary education such as elementary school and even high school was quite accessible there is a lot of public schools with very uh Resource, resourceful tools uh, that do encourage success and make it easier for people to climb up the social ladder. However, tertiary school, uh, such as college, which is the education that in America really does matter, the one that is required for most uh, pr- prestigious jobs, that education is not very accessible. Tuition and the admission systems make it very hard for people to access
2: that education and then a lot of times education also becomes stratified as well so wealthier communities can then receive education and a lot of times um, better education at higher rates than community than lower income communities and then since people who generally are able to get a higher level of education can then make more money they can then put that money back into the community In in, in communities that have, in, in lower income communities, don't get as much funding to then put into their schools, which then means that are, um, that fewer and fewer, fewer people can get high paying jobs, which means that they then can't get as much money put back into the system. And it's just this cycle that keeps on going and is
3: kind of depressing. <laughs> In almost every single one of our interviews people always spoke about education the education standard
0: educational system
3: if you want to not be screwed over then you probably want to know how it works
0: not to mention there's like a kind of um i guess safety net um for families who are more like middle class or higher income Uh, are able to provide, like, a safety net for their children while they're in school, um, where there's, like, less stress and less things to worry about, in um, contrast to a lower-income family, which can't provide that same safety net and can't um, support the student as much as they're going through school. So it becomes both an issue of, like, school districts as well, um, like, how – how much support you're getting from both the school itself, like in terms of how good the education is, as well as like home and family life, um, and how that those two are both like really in- interconnected in terms of uh, the barriers that they pose onto students and just like achieving the American dream.
2: Definitely. And then with that as well, um, this can also combine with the many problems in the criminal justice system, because so many times lower income communities are they are very much communities of color because of redlining and other practices that basically even after um, segregation was officially made illegal, it was still put in practice by splitting up neighborhoods and saying certain neighborhoods uh, make Making it much harder for certain neighborhoods, people living in neighborhoods, to take lanes out so they couldn't build up generational wealth that then makes it easier to get into education because you have more money behind you. And because of this, people, to quote um, CIK, people born into the bottom 1% of american families in terms of income between 1978 and 1983 had a six percent chance of being in jail on april 1st 2010 compared to a 0.1 chance among those pointing to the top one percent of incomes which just shows that both education and the criminal justice system can or not even can be are huge barriers to the American dream. And yeah, and, uh, I wonder, Jacob, do you have any?
3: Yeah, and to add on, yeah, to, add on to what Finn said earlier, uh, if if someone goes to jail in a poor income community, it makes that community more, more not as well off, more uh, impoverished and have less, like in a family, like they would have a role model just taken away. And as Finn was saying earlier, it's like a cycle once you start the cycle of, the criminal justice system and how it's rigged against poor communities. It just keeps on going and makes the communities and families more poor and more unhappy with their life. And add on to what Finn was saying, I think that the entire criminal justice system is a cycle, as he said, uh, in poor income communities, people who get into jail negatively impact their family and communities like income and don't, and get in a, in a in that typical household a role model would be stripped away from a family that would really need it and an income source from a family that doesn't have any other option and i think it's also it just keeps going back into that feeds into that cycle
2: and then additionally like our just in general our criminal justice system is predisposed to locking up and murdering people of color and lower income people as we've seen countless times. And this is something that we have to hope changes and have to do something about. But as of now, it restricts the American dream to busy white upper class people because if you can, if you feel as though you can live in safety, and rely on services that are provided to you, then it it makes everything so much easier instead of having to worry about are you going to be murdered for calling for help?
1: It's quite, I don't, for lack of a better word, sad to see how, what for white rich people can be the American dream is the American nightmare for many. Uh, The inequalities that all of the systems that we have talked about and the many more we know there is, sort of foster and encourage this stereotypes in which minorities and the lower class are painted and put into sort of that cycle in which they are not able to move up the social ladder, which for them is a nightmare. So is the American dream only accessible to the white upper-class community? I think that the
0: American dream really is only truly accessible to white upper-class communities. Uh, That's pretty clear with all the research that we've done uh, to work on this. Um, But I I also think that it's important to recognize the fact that these systems, which restrict the American dream for um, uh, lower-income communities or communities of color, they really benefit, they truly really really benefit um, white upper class communities. And so that's why um, it's hard to, I think, like realize um, that your privilege is built on um, the oppression of others. And that is one of the things that definitely needs to happen in order for the American dream to become something that's more accessible to everyone.
2: Definitely, as as has probably been, as everyone has heard, a lot of changes have been made. And, and in our next episode, we're going to be talking about some of those changes and what we, what we have to do for the future and what our dreams are for the American dream. So thank you for joining us in the second episode of our podcast series as we explore various facets of the American dream. We hope you enjoy and stick around for our final episode.